It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Michael Reed on LMFM. Well, there was Christmas, of course. Uh, there was uh, the reduction in uh, the restrictions. We went from level five to level three. We came together, we met each other, and uh, in some circumstances, we gave each other the coronavirus uh, as a result of uh, that mixing. On top of all of that, of course, there is uh, the new variant. And uh, I suppose it shouldn't be uh, of any great surprise to us at this stage uh, that that new variant, uh, the UK one, which uh, we're having problems with here in particular is far more transmissible. That's exactly what we expected. And uh, sorry, I don't, that sounds a bit self-congratulatory. <laughs> what, what, what I mean to say is it, that seems surprising. It goes from kind of 9%, 15%, 25%, 45%. 45%. The new variant has a transmission advantage. So that means it's more likely to spread than the older variant. And that means it essentially takes over. And it's taking over at the rate that we would expect it to take over. And we're going to have to manage that. Um, the, the transmission of this new variant is prevented by exactly the same things that, that prevented the transmission of the old variant. We just have to be a little bit more careful. So I think we have to come to terms with the fact uh, that this new variant arrived in dribs and drabs in, in the run-up to the middle of December and now has become dominant in exactly the way mathematically you would expect it to become dominant. That's a fact of life now. And, and we're, we're just going to have to wash our hands more carefully, keep our distance more carefully, up the ventilation, all of those things uh, to ensure the virus, which transmits in exactly the same way, just a little bit more efficiently. Uh, doesn't transmit. That's uh, Professor Philip Nolan speaking at uh, the HSE press conference uh, last week. Let's talk uh, to Dr Maeve Baxter, who's a GP with uh, the Blackrock Medical Centre. And a very good morning to you, Dr Baxter. And thank you indeed uh, for joining us uh, from one of the worst corners of the world, unfortunately, for this virus. Uh, I was asking local TD Rory O'Muraku about that earlier on in the programme, and uh, I'm not sure it's a question that anybody can answer, uh, but I'll ask you nonetheless, uh, have you any idea as to why the virus is so prevalent in Dundalk? Um, Well, I don't know why it's any more prevalent in Dundalk than it is anywhere else in the country. Um, I think it's it's the same scenario of, unfortunately, taking advantage of our humanness and our our need to be, um, you know, with our family and our friends and... and, uh, yeah, you know, it just it, it took advantage of us. We've done so well for so long, and you know, and I think people kind of said, "Oh, well, you know, maybe it's not as bad as we think it is." And, and certainly, 
I know I was guilty of that, you know, in, in November going, maybe maybe we've got control of this, maybe we're okay, it's not as bad as it, it we think it is. And, and uh, it's it's taken advantage of that where, you know, people people went and, and met with their families, met with their friends, and uh, it just took off like a wildfire. Mm. What what has your own uh, experience been in in the last couple of months, as you say, in November? You had a a sense that we were on top of it. I I take it that's not the case this morning. (laughs) Funny, I'm I'm looking at our results Mm. this morning. I I, I get the feeling that we're we're probably turning the corner this this week compared to last week. I suppose in November coming into, you know, when we had that first lockdown, I was quite relieved. The the numbers were still quite high when we were heading into the the lifting back to level three and opening up. Um, and, you know, at that point, you know, Ronan Glynn had, had given a, a webinar talk to GPs and, you know, his, his, his predictions were exactly what happened. You know, he, he was saying, you know, if, if, if we go in at this level and, you know, households start to mix again, we're, we're going to start going up. Um, and uh, unfortunately, before Christmas, uh, we started to see it in our nursing homes. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I suppose that's when when you start seeing a, a virus like this in, in action, it uh, it scares the living daylights out of you. It really does. Uh, and uh, we're hearing about 400 people in hospital this morning uh, who are in need of uh, high grade uh, respiratory treatment. Uh, and uh, we're told that one in three of uh, the people who are in ICU are under the age of 65. So it's not necessarily older people, but that is obviously where the real concern is because this is a, a matter of life and death. And the consensus seems to be exactly what you're saying. Uh, people are seeing fewer cases, fewer testing positive from those who are looking for a test. And uh, those who are testing positive are, are showing that they've had fewer close contacts. But the problem is the lag between what happened a couple of weeks ago and what's happening now. And that's why the hospitals have broken records today with over 2,000 people in hospital beds. And that's probably going to continue for the next couple of weeks. So we're not out of the woods by a long shot. No, no. And, you know, I think, I think to, to kind of turn it around a wee bit, we've, I've, we've seen a big change in, in terms of people's contacts. Um, People are coming forward much sooner. So, so the fear is, is, is the stigma and people not wanting to get tested and not wanting to be told that they have COVID because of either, you know, stigma or inconvenience. But, but certainly I would have to say in my patient population, they seem to be coming forward and they seem to be getting tested and, and as, a, as a majority seem to be adhering to isolation. Um, as you say, the problem is, is if you've tested positive last week, you know, that day seven to day 10, it's when you could potentially start getting into into bother, and um, yeah, and compared to March, where we saw very few people uh, in the community getting sick, it, it, it's a daily occurrence for us now that that there are people um, going downhill incredibly rapidly, and and um, you know either requiring uh, assistance from us and monitoring from us, or uh, having having to end up in hospital, unfortunately. Um, and how would you compare uh, your practice? Uh, how busy have you been in uh, the first couple of weeks of this year compared to any other January? Well, to be honest, it's, 
Thomas is probably the same level of busyness. Okay. It's mm. just, it's, you know, January is always, you know, you've got all your flus, your gastros, your uh, low mood, you know, anxiety, low mood. January is always busy anyway. You know, it, mm. it's just that this year it's all focused on COVID. It's all COVID related. There's this, there's nothing else really circulating. Thankfully, there's no gastros, there's no flus, there's, you know, very few colds and stuff like that there. But uh, so it, it, it's probably just as busy. I don't think it's any busier, um, but it's 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 just harder to manage because you're, you know, the way we work is, is we don't want people sitting in a waiting room. So we're uh, phone triaging everybody. Uh, everybody gets a phone call before they come in and then... Um, if we are seeing somebody, they're, they're, we're bringing them in from the car and, and bringing them back out again. They're not waiting around in the surgery. Uh, and what is that stigma? I'm not sure I've heard much talk about that stigma uh, that people have uh, about going for a test or testing positive. It, 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 is it that they feel that they might have been responsible for catching it themselves, that they did the wrong thing, or that people will think that? Yes, exactly. So I think people, you know, there, there's if you listen to people, it's kind of like, oh, so-and-so give me COVID or... You know, I got COVID off, or, or you know, there's, there's, there's. Unfortunately, there's the stories out there about, you know, poor Johnny who, who went and met six of his friends and ended up being a super spreader. And and I think people are, are worried that, you know, they'll be, you know, blamed for catching it, uh, or, or you know, that they somehow, you know, let their guard down or did something wrong, or, or, uh, you know, you know, I don't know, just, mm. yeah. Um, and that people will... It was at their own fault, you know, because mm. they didn't wash their hands enough or they didn't keep distance or they didn't wear their mask when they should have worn their mask. You know, it's... Mm. it's and, and unfortunately, there's a, a lot of people with just sheer bad luck, I think. Yeah, well, I suppose there's probably some truth in uh, that stigma, if you like, uh, but it is nothing more than a stigma with other people because uh, it is very transmissible at the moment and uh, very difficult to avoid. Tony Hulin saying over the weekend he, he believes in some areas, and I'm sure Dundalk would figure in this, that uh, one in ten or more uh, have uh, the virus or have been at close contact with uh, the virus. So that boring old message or that message that has become boring because we've heard it so many times over uh, remains uh, the best advice to people to wash the hands, wear the mask, cough etiquette and so on. Yeah, and, and don't touch your face. I think, you know, are we, <laughs> and I've just rubbed my nose, um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're very, we're very yeah, habitual people, you know, the, the, the virus gets into our system through our mouth, through our nose, through our eyes. So if you can really just think about, you know, you know, trying to avoid bringing your hands to your face, you know, mm. so that's why we need to clean our hands all the time so that as far as is on our hands, that, you know, we don't, we don't bring our hands to our face and rub our nose or rub our eyes and next thing it's, it's, it's in because, yeah, as, as you say, it's a very, very tra- transmissible virus and, um, and it, it doesn't need much invitation to come in. And it, it will come back at us hard again uh, at any stage over the coming weeks, if not the coming months. Uh, whilst we might be getting on top of the figures and everything going in the right direction, undoubtedly we'll start to reopen again. And that's when we're at risk until we get vaccinated. Uh, but it's very hard to know when there will be that sort of herd immunity that they're hoping to achieve because of the vaccinations. Yeah, and it's it's going to take some time, and 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 the the vaccines that we currently have are very complex, so so they're not, you know, they're not suitable for us as GPs to, mm. to give. You know, fingers crossed when we get the uh, the the more uh, easily manageable vaccines as GPs, we're well capable of 
of getting people vaccinated. And at that point, we'll, we'll definitely row in and, and get people uh, as best we can. But for the moment, I think, um, you know, people think we're, you know, I've had, I've, we've had a few conversations where people think we're keeping the vaccine from them or that if they offer to pay us, we'll, we'll suddenly get the vaccine uh, for them. Um, it, it just, it is, it's, it's a very, the, the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccines are both quite complex and, and mm. require quite complex management and, and it does take time and equally if you're given a vaccine in the middle of a pandemic you can't just have a, a waiting room full of people and, and vaccinate them you have to have social distancing you have to you know have the the 15 minutes lag time afterwards to, to make sure that they that probably says something about the demand the pent-up demand uh, because uh, you're getting calls from people who are looking for the vaccine are you Absolutely, yeah. Mm. We're getting lots of lots of phone calls asking to be put on the list. Or is there a list in for the vaccine? No, no, no. We, we've we've no list yet. No. Okay. No, our, our computer our computer systems. You know, we can we can pick out. You know, so you know it'll probably start at over eighty fives and work that way. You know, and mm. we can our computer system will be able to pull that up and we'll be able to contact those people on our our list of patients that, that would be eligible first. Yeah, because uh, I'm sure you're very busy. Uh, you probably could do without people calling uh, for something that isn't uh, available. Would you ask people to hold off? Uh, in, yes. In... Yeah, please. That would, be, that would be great because it's just, yeah, we, 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 can't, we, we can't help you with that right now. And, and I have no doubt that once GPs have it, it'll be on the radio the same way as the flu vaccines that, you know, yeah. The information will be there. So, you know, at, at the moment, no, please don't call uh, asking about the vaccine and can you can you go on the list? OK, we'll leave it there for the moment. Many thanks for uh, taking the time uh, to talk to us. Uh, much appreciated. Dr. Mae Baxter is a GP with uh, the Black Rock Medical Centre. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.